0: From Bregman M.D., where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. So two people are looking out a window. One says, look at those beautiful mountains. Aren't they wonderful? Wonderful. And the other says, all I can see is how dirty this window is. Same situation, same scene, but different perspectives. So the question is, are you an optimist or a pessimist? Dr. B, I want to call this podcast, Are You a Cup Half Full or a Cup Half Empty? What are you, Dr. B?
1: Well, I'm definitely an optimist. I've been accused in my practice of being, you know, following optimistic therapies, older therapies. And that's always what I believe. And um, I've gotten great uh, results with patients in being very optimistic and positive. And I really promote that.
0: So we've come out of a relatively tough time, the pandemic. And I think it's been very interesting, almost like a test study that you are able to see if you are that cup half full or half empty from your friends. I think this pandemic situation was, you were able to see who is the positive person in your group and who is just woeful. You know, there were those who say, oh, this pandemic is gonna go on forever. We're just gonna have to live with this for the rest of our lives. Oh, the restaurant industry is never coming back. I mean, did you find that? I mean, just negative, negative, negative.
1: Well, you know, it was bad. You know, two and a half years of a plague. You know, we've never had anything like that. And people lost a lot. I mean, loved ones, income. There's been like a reason for some mourning. Maybe we need to move on a little bit. Okay. And that's what healthy humans do. And I think... Uh, We um, need to surround ourselves with more positive people at this point.
0: How is positivity contagious? And why is it important to stay away from toxic people?
1: First, optimism creates opportunity. Pessimism kills it. In terms of your mental set, and what choices, you know, that you make. The choice when you get out of bed every day, am I gonna be an optimist or a pessimist? And what am I gonna do to make my life a little better? You know, this is my thinking, and I promoted this, is that if you expect good things and then you have actions about that, then you produce positive results. So it's a very optimistic outlook.
0: Well, I was reading just the other day in preparation for this podcast, uh, Forbes article, and it says optimism makes you healthy, wealthy, and happy. I get the happy and the healthy part, but wouldn't you say that if you were to interview like a hundred successful people, that 98% of them you'd find are optimists?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, they do a lot of studies on these uh, Harvard kids. They did a study uh, and and took a look over years about how uh, optimistic uh, uh, students fared as opposed to pessimistic students in terms of their income. And their income was drastically increased by being optimistic
0: right because you're always thinking oh i just lost something today but tomorrow's another opportunity surrounding yourself by positive people just always looking at the upside of everything i mean just those three things would make you more successful in in any type of business or industry that you go in are some people just born optimistic so it's genetic or do hard times bad situations throw that optimistic person into pessimism?
1: Yeah, Listen, it's always an interplay between genetics and environment. Like the parents that you have, the environment you had, uh, versus genetics. Now, certain people certainly are much more prone to being optimistic and others being pessimistic. And this is why therapy is so invaluable. You couldn't make a new choice, even if Maybe some of your programming was in some way. You can make a choice about being optimistic. There's nothing wrong with doing that. You get out of bed and you're going to have a good little list and go do all the things you need to do to make yourself successful.
0: Speaking about getting out of bed in the morning and saying, All right, this is going to be a good day. I practice. Where for the first hour or two, I don't read anything negative. I don't listen to anything negative. I won't talk to toxic people on the phone. You know, I live in like a little happy bubble, almost like a la land until 10 a.m. <laughs> and it really works for me.
1: Hey, you know, Linda, I'm glad you put me on your list of people you talk to. Uh, okay. Because okay, <laughs> I'm positive. I'll tell you my habit that has really worked for me. I like writing. Uh, every morning I take a blank sheet of paper, a white piece of paper, and I write an agenda. And it's all, maybe I could be talking to a lot of people, talk, you know, write a, uh, you know, the person and maybe what I wanna talk about and what I wanna do. And I have a positive agenda. And then I have my work, you know, cause I see all the patients and I do some of the agenda during the work day. And I'm telling you, it's worked for me. So, um, you know, just pick a positive agenda and go for it.
0: So, I think what you're saying is we can practice being positive. What is your method? What are some wonderful points on your list that we can all practice?
1: The first we already talked about a little bit was set your intention. Okay. That means make that agenda that I just talked about. Okay. And then Uh, If you have that in front of you, it's a proactive goal setting situation for yourself. And make your intentions, challenge yourself a little bit, okay, during the day. So that's number one, set some intentions. Write them on a paper if you need to, okay? Number two, hey, get outside your comfort zone a little bit. I know it's a cliche, but you know, it takes a little bit to make that phone call, I invite somebody you know, to have some lunch with you, have a conversation with a boss or whatever. Make a little something outside your comfort zone. Then it's good to reframe things into an opportunity. In other words, we talked about the stock market thing, okay? It could be an opportunity, a new angle. Take a look at that, reframe. And look, stay away from bummers, okay? You know, people who are real pessimists and this and that, they drain you. Okay, another one that's kind of a little personal, but I will talk about it. You know, my wife would say, Artie, you're walking around like looking at the floor, all humped over and and stuff. You know, I I, I thought you're like trying to be a substantial guy. Okay, so then what happened was I got with my trainer, who has, and he got me walking tall and straight. And that is what my message is. You go out of the house and you start walking tall and straight and around. Hey, good things could happen. And I'm telling you, it was something I've had to deal with. And um, if you see me walking around, I'm walking around tall.
0: I think also stop saying, oh, woe is me. I'm a pessimist. I think if you keep saying that, therefore you become that. And the opposite is true. If you say, you know what? I am an optimist. And you keep saying that, you start to believe that. Is that true?
1: It is so true. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you say you're something, you prophesize it, and then you fulfill the prophecy. So you need to stay away from that negativity. And, you know, the next one I wanted to bring up, was I really like, is lighten up. Humor is a great thing and it can, if you lighten up, you could be much more uh, optimistic. Uh, As a physician, I cannot believe all the things that laughter helps. It it helps you sleep better. It it makes your immune system better. It lowers your blood sugar. It increases your endorphins. I mean, we got to start laughing more. And I think, of course, exercise, I mean, everybody knows about that. So I don't mean to talk a lot about it, but we, we should exercise. Although as you age it's harder to do it.
0: Well, you've certainly gave us a wonderful list and I'm sure with that. You're a doctor that deals with a lot of depression. I'm sure you prescribe optimism at every turn
1: absolutely and you know that's what i do with people you know that it's not only given the meds okay which is important but it's the message too okay you know that there's a lot of depressed people that have a lot of difficulty with that because it's part of the disorder but there are people also who have other uh, maybe more psychiatric issues about in depression and so forth they're unable to really overcome it and that's where we need for these individuals to seek professional help. And and then these individuals, you know, get good evaluations and are able to kind of move on and even do the things we talked about today a little bit better.
0: Well, thank you so much. I feel so much better after talking to you. I feel like I'm gonna have a very optimistic day.
1: Okay, I learned good stuff from you too, Linda. Take care, everybody.
0: (laughs) From Bregman MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at bregmanmd.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.